Kristo Uluwa Allahu Oh, 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 oh,
Father, we thank you for your greatness. Father, we thank you for your love. Father, we thank you for your compassion. Father, we thank you for your goodness. Father, we thank you for your grace. For no one can receive anything except it is given to him from heaven. Thank you, Lord, for the month of enlargement, for the month of October. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you, Father. And bless everyone tonight in the name of Jesus. And let your name alone be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Say amen. God bless you. Shake at least two people. Please come and sit down. Everyone sit down. And make sure you sit very close under the blue chair. If you see our space in front, don't sit at the back. I don't want you to be scattered everywhere. Come together. Come together. God bless you. As much as possible, sit in front. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. We're in the month of enlargement. And we are going to be reading Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. And it says, It shall come to pass in that day that his body shall be taken away from your neck and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Anything that is limiting your life that does not allow you to enjoy your life tonight, it shall be destroyed. Amen. The anointing for enlargement will come upon you. The grace for supernatural increase and growth will come upon you. And you will not be limited anymore in the name of Jesus. See, I receive grace for enlargement. I receive grace for supernatural growth. I receive strict grace for increase. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say amen. Three solid times. What does it mean to increase or to enlarge beyond limitation? Increase or enlargement beyond limitation. That's what I want to talk about tonight. In 2 Kings chapter 6, 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 1 to 6, the Bible says that the sons of the prophet said unto Elisha, Behold, the place where we dwell. Is too small, too straight, too limited for us. Second King chapter 6, verses 1. Let us go, I pray thee unto, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam. Let us build or make a place there. There we may dwell, and he answered, Go ye. And he said, Be content, I pray thee, that you go with thy servant, and he answered, I will go. So he went with them. And when they came to Jordan to cut down wood, as one of them was falling a beam, the ass head fell into the water. And he cried and said, Alias master, for it was borrowed. And the man of God said, We have fell it. And he showed him the place. And he cut down his stick and cast it in Tita. And the iron did swim. Let me read verse 7. Therefore said, Take it up. To thee, and he put out his hand and 
took it. Whatever will make your life grow, the Lord will give it to you easily tonight in Jesus' name. You are not saying amen very well. Anything that will make your life increase, the Lord will give it to you. You will find it accessible tonight in the name of Jesus. What does it mean to grow beyond limitation? Number one, you must have a desire for growth, for enlargement. If limitation does not bother you, it will become part and parcel of you. You cannot grow beyond your desire. If you feel you are contented where you are, you will remain the same way. You have to desire a better life. That's why at times when the Lord wants to do a new thing in your life, He will expose you to new sights. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it's I spring forth. Will you not see it? Do you desire it? He told Farah Abraham, lift up your heights from where you are and see. See the land. Prospect the land. Check opportunity. Look at beautiful things. For all the land that you see, I'll give it to your descendant, to you and to your descendant forever. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 and 15. God wanted to see. Genesis chapter 15, he took him out. He said, can the stars see the stars? Admires it. Check it out. If you can count the stars, so shall your children be. God was trying as much as possible to arouse his desire for a new thing. We are somebody that is comfortable with poverty. Comfortable with smalliness. Comfortable with small things. You never, you never grow. There must be that willingness in your heart for increase. Mark 11 23 to 24. Whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe. You have to desire something. Something must be in your chest that you consider an ideal life. An ideal life is not a life that is borrowing and begging. An ideal, that's not an ideal life. Ideal life for you is a life of abundance and surplus. I have come so that they may have life. I have it in surplus, in abundance, leftover. Because when he blessed them in John chapter 6, he said, gather the remnants. The ideal life is that you have leftover at the end of the month. Leftover money. Ideal life is that the Lord anoints you according to Psalm 25 and your cup runs over. That's an ideal life. Because you are serving and also sense God. An ideal life is not a life that is lacking. Mm-mm. My God has supply all your needs according to his riches, in glory, in Christ Jesus. That's an ideal life. So God wants to desire a good thing because the desire of a man is his kindness. You are desiring a good life. A life that sleeps well, wake up suddenly. Good eggs. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as I so prospered. That's an ideal life. Third John, verse 2. So you desire it. It comes a basis from within you that you pray. Because you know something is missing. And whatever is missing must be found. This is not the plan of God for my life. Definitely the plan of God for my life is better than this. That was the mentality of the prodigal boy. He said to himself, even my father I am servant. Servant in my father's house have enough food to eat and to keep away. And here, I'm begging and starving for pig's food. This is not normal. 
he desired a better life. And he started thinking about having a change. That is the way life should be. That's what it should be. If problem push you, put the problem back to God. And tell, I know that my Redeemer lives. I want something new. And God will do something new in your life this month in Jesus' name. Hello. That is the best way to live. You desire something good, something better. Because you deserve it. Somebody died for you. And paid the price for you. Number two way to have anointing for enlargement. Is, to ha- is by having open door. Revelation chapter 3 verse 8. I have said before you an open door. Which no man can shut. I know you have a little strength. But you have kept my name. You have not denied my name. So I have given you an open door. An open check. That was how Solomon grew. God said ask me whatever you want. I'm going to give it to you. Open door. Guarantee enlargement. Open door means easy access to blessing. And when we were here praying, praying, praying on, uh, on first, I told them they have easy access to blessing. Blessing of God at all times. I told them three things that guarantee easy access. I'm also saying to you now, it's open door that helps you to grow. You knock this door, the door is open. You knock this door, no limitation. You knock the door, you receive acceptance. Say, don't you know him? This pastor, little G. Don't you know him? This is. That is what guarantee growth in your life. Many people are willing to help you. I know your work. See, I have said before you, an open door, and no one can shut it. Nobody will be able to shut the door of your blessing in Jesus' name. Let us go and cut down beam. Beside if I Jordan, nobody will stop us. Nobody will hinder us. Because anytime we are talking about closed door, we are talking about entrance, limitation. We are talking about somebody withholding you access to where you can get some things. If something is open, it creates an easy access. Blind Bartimeo was a blind beggar. But as he started crying, Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and they brought him to Jesus. He had easy access to Jesus. There are so many kings that could not see Jesus in his days. In fact, Jesus was leaving Jericho. When he started crying and begging for help. Jesus gave him easy access. I pray for you tonight. I don't know what you need that will help you. I don't know what you need that will help you. May the Lord give you easy access to your miracle. Easy access to your job. Easy access to your promotion. Easy access to your fulfillment. Easy access to all the blessings of life. That is what we call open door. Open door guarantee and land. You have to be praying also for it. Lord, open doors for me. As I set out today, open doors for me. Open the windows of heaven. Open the windows of the heart. Tell me chapter 28, verse 8 to 12 to 13. All those lead to greatness. Put on Deuteronomy 28, verse 8. The Lord will command a blessing on you in your storehouses. And in all to which you set your hand, and it will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Somebody say amen. amen. Verse 9, quickly, verse 9. We are going to 12. The Lord will establish you and only people to Himself, just He has sworn to you, if you keep the commandment of the Lord your God and walk in His way. Verse 10, verse 10. 
then all the people of the house I see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of you. Verse 11 and 12. Quickly, and the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, in the produce of your ground, in the land of which the Lord sought to, you, to your father to give you. Verse 12. The Lord will open to you his good treasure. Say to yourself, say the Lord will open to me. This month is open is good treasure. Say the Lord will open to me is good treasure. Some of you are not saying, say the Lord will open to me is good resources. Say the Lord will open to me is good treasure. The heaven to give the rain to your land in his season. It's part of it's part of open door. Say, I will command the heaven to give you rain at the right time. That's what he's saying. And to bless all the work of your hand. That's open door. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. When doors open, you don't need to borrow. When doors open, you don't need to borrow. When doors open. Me and my wife were thinking about a particular man some years back. My wife was saying, what can we do to bless this man? And I said, I think we should give him this contract, this big work that we want to do. And the man also was thinking in the night that he's coming to borrow money from us. I've shared the testimony with you. And the money I said, I called him, I said, I want to see you. And he said, I've also been thinking of seeing you, sir. And I said, okay, which one? Who will talk first? Will I talk first or you talk first? He said, maybe sir, I should talk first because I don't want to forget where I came from. And he said, so, 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 I need to write, so, 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 so. I need so, so money to borrow this money. And I laughed. And I said, is that your request? What of if, if I give you this job? And he said, when? I said, now, 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 now. He said, I don't need to borrow again. When door open, you don't need to borrow. May the Lord open door for you this month. The way God wants you to live is not to borrow. It's to have open door. Look at what it says. You will not need to borrow. You shall not borrow. That's the reality of open door in a man's life. Open door. You will not need to borrow. Because God has opened a door for you. Door of blessing. Say, we command his blessing upon your work. He will open the doors of heaven. Heaven will give his rain at his season. He will bless all the work of your hand and you don't need to borrow. Put on verse 13, verse 13. Verse 13 is concluding it. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. When God opens doors, you become the leader in whatever you are doing. When God opens doors, grant you easy access to his blessing, you don't need to borrow. You are blessed forever. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, open doors for me this month. Open door that will bring enlargement into my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, open doors for me. In the name of Jesus. Say amen three times. And number three things that guarantee enlargement is trust. Is trust. You trust the Lord with what you are doing. You trust the Lord with the step that you are taking in life. 
you live a life of consistently trusting in the Lord. John chapter 3 verse 27. No one can receive anything except it is given to him from heaven. For you to constantly receive blessing from the Lord, you need a constantly or a constant life of trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your mind and lean not in your own understanding in all your ways. Trust the Lord and it will bring your desire to pass. You know, I started with desire. Are you hearing me now? I talk about open door and I'm talking about trust. Trust that your life is safe in his hand. Trust the Lord with your heart. Trust the Lord to increase and to enlarge you. Because even in the journey of enlargement, there are some things we face that we require trust. Trust. Otherwise, with enlargement, you will not be able to sleep. You will be able to sleep. Because as God is prospering, you enlarge open doors for you. There may be some fear, some anxiety. But when you live a life of trust, you know that you are not here by your homemaking. And you don't get to where you are going by your homemaking. So you relax and put your trust in the Lord. No man by worry or anxiety can add any little span to his life. You can only hurt your life by trusting the Lord. Trust is what pull weights in Christianity. Trust. In fact, kingdom weights are given to people that trust God. If you have not been faithful in normal riches, we will commit to your trust. The true riches. The true riches. Look chapter 16 verse 10. We will commit to your trust. So trust is important. God wants to trust him. Anytime you show an evidence of trust, either by your worship or by your commitment or by your giving, God gives you more. It is not your money that is buying the blessing. It is not your coming that is buying the blessing. It is not your singing that is buying the blessing. It is the trust that you have in the Lord that is your source that is given the blessing. When you lack trust in the Lord, many things will be lost in your life without knowing. Many things will be lost. So many Christians are frustrated today because they never trust God for anything. Trust his word. Trust his word. Whatever look that your hand cannot reach, just trust God for it. He said, the heart's head is lost. But this heart's head was borrowed. It is gone. And the man of God said, just show me where it is. And he cut a wood and put it there. And the heart's head floated. And I asked the Lord, what does this mean? He said, when you trust my word, my word will pull anything out that is missing. Anytime you put trust in me, whatever you are looking for, you will find it even when man says it is over, it is gone. But as long as you are using my trust, my trust will pull anything that is lost out and it shall be recovered. The only reason why your wood cannot attract iron is because there is no trust in it. The most pleasurable way to work with God is by trusting him. The moment you lack trust in him, he will will not give you his pleasure. And nothing works in your hand. Because a doubtful man is an unstable person in all his ways. God can trust for anything. But if you are going out in the morning without seeing my face, Lord, I commit today into your hand. 
I know you are with me. God will honor that trust. God honor every man that trusts him. If you close your eyes in trust to pray, God hears you. If you come to church in trust, God honor that prayer. If you take this Holy Communion in trust, God will honor it. If you give in trust, I trust you will bless me again. God will honor it. God will always honor anyone that puts trust in him. There is nothing impossible for a man that trusts God. I have told you before that trust is an highest level of faith. But you say, I know the God that I serve is alive. I know the God that I, I serve will save me. If he saves me, he's God. If he doesn't save me, he's still God. Then God shows up. That would be principle of uh, Abednego, Shadrach, Meshach, and in the fire. The God that we serve is faithful. Think we don't care. We serve him. They trusted God. They were willing to die for him. They put them into the fire. But yet they didn't care. God showed up. That tells you how powerful trust is in the kingdom. And I want to tell you also, nobody also can last in any church without trusting God. Because God is the reward of those people that trust him. Without trust, you can't go far. Because every person will offend you. The journey will be hard. It doesn't matter. Even when God opened door without trust, you cannot recover. Years back, I've told you this story before. Years back, some arm robbery snatched my car from me in the battle. I've told you this story. And those days, that was the way they were catching cars. And my wife asked me, are we going to get the car back? I said, yes, in three days. And my wife asked me, how? I said, God can cause all the four tires to bust and they will pack it. Anything can happen to the car. So in three days' time, they will call me. It happened on Saturday morning. And on Monday morning, they called from Saki that your car has been abandoned. I said, I said it. That it will happen in three days. They will abandon the car. They now asked me for one thing. Come and take the car. And I became afraid. Because I've never had that kind of testimony before. I said, ah, maybe those people are waiting for me to kill me properly. Maybe I should leave the car. And God did not talk to me. They said, the, your car will recover. Come and take it. I said, oh, how will I take it? Maybe somebody will go and take it from me. They said, no, you have to come and sign the paper. The police station that is your home. We want to see you, the owner. And I became afraid. That's like this with so many of us. Even when God opened the door. Because we don't trust God, we say, God, close the door. Close the door. I'm not coming. I have to summon Cody. I say, Lord, you help me thus far. It happened. I was not frustrated. I didn't lose anything. I say I will recover it. I have recovered it. I will go and take it myself. And I went. With a Mazda car, the, the second car. I was not afraid. It was the day after, after Shaki. I went again to recover the car. Even when God has blessed you, if you are not living a life of trust, you'll be losing the blessing without knowing. Do you know in those days, when we are young, if you are growing yam, you'll be opening the button of the yam, whether it's actually growing. Are you sure this thing is growing? Are you sure this yam will be big? Before you know it, you will scatter the yam. But you know, farmers that have learned the process, even when it seems as if the yam is not growing, they'll be putting something to cover it again from it. They'll be using their hole to put more soil around the yam. They'll be believing that something is growing. They 
will wait until the time that is supposed to be mature before they open. Because if you open it for maturity, you will not harvest anything. It takes trust for you to enjoy your complete miracle. Many are frustrated in church because even when God has started the process, you have bought it. Say, I'm not sure God is doing anything. I want to turn back. And you finish yourself, you remain small again, you start the process again. God wants you to undergo a process of trust. That is why at times when you are looking for quick help, nobody is willing to help you because God is involved. God wants to trust him for a miracle. And the process must be completed. You keep repeating it, sabotaging God's process, repeating it because you have refused to trust him. Your hope must be in the Lord. Your trust must be in the Lord. Anything that you are doing, you have to do with the spirit of trust. I know that my redeemer give it and I will not give up. Rest upon your faith. That's one of your faith. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I desire enlargement. Enlarge my coast. Enlarge my territory. My desire is that I will grow beyond limitation. Lord, help me to grow beyond limitation. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, the desire that you have put inside me, fulfill it. Desire for a better life. Desire for a better salary. Desire for a better increase. Deserve a peaceful life. Let my dream come to pass. I don't want my dream to be in vain. If you are a dreamer in the church tonight, tonight is your night. You have to pray. You have put a thought in my mind. Some people are mocking me. They say my thought is impossible. Lord, in their high, fulfill my dream. Let me see the manifestation of the desire that you have put in my heart. In the mighty name of Jesus. As I'm praying to you tonight, let me live a good life. Let me live to a rightful, full old age. Let me hear the fruit of... I want to open your heart to the Lord. The Bible says, commit yourself unto the Lord and he will grant you the desire of your heart. When you pray to him, open your desire to him. Father, I don't want to lose, live a rubbish life. A life of a vagabond. A life without resort. A life that struggle and struggle and struggle. Lord, I want to live a life of peace. A life of joy. A life of fulfillment. A life of abundance. That is the life that I desire for myself. A life that produces result and manifestation. Father, do it for me. In the name of Jesus. That is my desire. If you are praying with your heart, God is hearing you. If you are praying with your heart, God is willing to answer you. Go ahead and pray and say, Lord, I desire a good life because you died for me. You gave yourself for me. You paid the price for a happy life. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you are thinking about marriage, I desire a peaceful home. A home without fight. In the name of Jesus, I desire an understanding husband, an understanding wife, a supportive partner. In the name of Jesus, a life of peace. That is my desire. Lord, grant me the desire of my heart. A life of abundance. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayer. Let's do it sharp, sharp, sharp. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, you are the one that had the key of David. And you are the one that opened the door. 
and no man can shut. Open good doors for me. Doors that lead to your treasures. Doors that lead to your blessing. Doors that lead to greatness. Doors that lead to favor. Doors that lead to increase. Doors that lead to abundance. He said, I will open the doors for you. The heaven to give you. Go ahead and pray. Lord, you can open doors for me. Open doors for me. Open local doors. Open international doors. Open the doors of the king. Open the doors of the affluence. Open the doors of the influential people. Lord, open doors for me. Open. Do- I don't want to be limited in life. Open doors. He that has the key of David is holy. He that has the key of David is true. He that opened the door and no man shut it. Lord, let it be my season of open door. Let it be my season of easy access. Let it be my season of open door. I don't know whether you are praying. Let it be my season of easy access. Easy access. Easy entrance to my miracle. Let it be my season of open door. My season of easy access. Easy access to favor. Easy access to breakthrough. Easy access to answer prayer. Easy access to manifestation. My life will not be difficult. In the mighty name of Jesus, let this season be my season of easy access. Open your mouth and pray. You are holy. You are true. You are faithful. You are good. Open door for me. Open door for me. Because you are faithful. Let no door be shut against me. You have opened a door for me which no man can shut. Anyone that wants to shut door against me, Father, deal with them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. I cast all my cares upon you. I cast all my cares upon you. I lay all of my body down at your feet. Lord, I cast all my cares upon you, all my worries, all my fears. I cast them all my cares upon you. Let your hands to heaven. I trust you with my cares, with my worries, all my cares upon you. Oh, my God. 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 O
Trust him, trust him, trust him. He cannot fail you. Trust him, 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 trust him. Cast all your bodies on him, all your cares on him, all your worries on him. Cast all your cares upon him. He will take care of you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Isaiah 26, verse 3. If we keep him in perfect peace, who so trust in the Lord. I guarantee you, this year shall be your year of flowing grace. Your year of peace. Your year of easy access. Your year of enlargement. This month we deliver to you his promised word. In the name of Jesus. Raise your hands to heaven. Whatever represents limitation in your life, we break the chain by the anointing. Every suban, every bot in your life. Tonight we break the chain in the name of Jesus. Tonight you break that chain of limitation. Enjoy divine enlargement. Enjoy divine breakthrough. Enjoy divine open door. Your dream will surely come to pass. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Jesus' name we have prayed. Oh, me.